Hey, good evening, football fans. Welcome to another edition of the Double E Coaches Show with Scott Milanovic. Hope your weekend was good. Welcome to some football talk around the CFL for the next 30 minutes here on 630 Jet. Uh, we're going to have a bit of a different format of the show for the next couple of weeks. The coach has taken some time off. Double E head coach Scott Milanovic is on a hunting trip, and he will be for the next couple of shows. He'll return November the 16th, but... I had a chance to talk with Scott late last week as he was preparing to leave for a trip that is only possible because of the cancellation of the current season and a trip that he hasn't been able to make in a long time. Yeah, yeah there's no doubt. It's been, uh, it's been three years since I've been able to go. We have, a, um, we have almost 200 acres. Um, that was my grandparents' farm up in uh, western Pennsylvania. So I'm looking forward to getting up there for a couple of weeks, getting out of the house and uh, spending some time with my mom and dad. What's your hunting history? What are you going after? Yeah, since I was a kid, I don't know, 12, 12 or 13. Um, I haven't done a lot of other things, but mostly just uh, mostly just the white-tailed deer. All right. How about your biggest and best catch and maybe your best story? Um, I haven't gotten anything real big. I've gotten a bunch of eight-pointers. I guess my best story probably is... Uh, we had a little contest a few years ago with my brother and my brother-in-law and his kids and and my dad and uh, I got one about two minutes after light came up so I was kind of dancing around the farm that afternoon waiting for them to come back in because they it's close enough that everybody knows who shot so um, it, it was it was more of a time factor that I, that I was back at the house by about seven o'clock. It was uh, when I was coaching in Toronto, so I might only had a couple of days, so it was okay for me. You just be, you become the camp cook after that, which uh, which isn't so bad, I guess. Coaches and I think football coaches especially are always working. Are you able to get away from everything on this trip, or does this turn into a working vacation as well? No, I still have to work. We've got. Um, We've got some stuff planned, <coughs> excuse me, as a staff when, when I get back. So um, I still have plenty of work i got to do. I'm taking the computer. Well, thanks for this, Scott. All the best to you over the next couple of weeks. Uh, good luck. Enjoy yourself, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. It's uh, All those things are true, plus the fact that we're kind of locked in our houses and have been for so long. It's not that I don't love love where I'm at right now, but it's uh, it's good to get out. It's um, it's starting to cool down here a little bit in Florida, but I know it's uh, it's close to freezing up there in Pennsylvania, so I'm going to have to bring some cold weather gear. And that is uh, the head coach of the Double E Football Club, Scott Milanovic. He'll be back in a couple of weeks' time here on the Coach's Show, uh, and uh, we'll uh, hook up with him once again. Uh, coming up next week on the Coach's Show, we'll have Double uh, E General Manager Brock Sunderland join us. We'll also talk with quarterback Trevor Harris as well. Today we're going to uh, talk with defensive coordinator Noel Thorpe in a little while, but first we're going to welcome in the Edmonton football team's President and CEO Chris Presson, who joins us now. Good evening, Chris. How you doing? I'm doing well. How about you, Morley? Uh, I'm doing very well, thank you. Uh, you know, uh, the pandemic, of course, has delayed everything. But uh, for you and your family, uh, it's now official. I just want to bring people up to date. You are at Edmontonian now, right? The move has been yeah. made, and Phoenix is in the rearview mirror. How's that gone? It's gone great. We've been here almost three months to the day. Our kids are in school. My wife's happy, and my kids are happy, and. Our university daughter still remains at Arizona State, so all is well, my friend. Yeah, you kind of brought some of that Arizona weather with you for this year, too, which is nice. Yeah, we did. I liked the last, the last couple days, of right? days in particular. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's it kind of sad because we'd be heading, we would have had uh, uh, the game to wrap up the season on Saturday night in Toronto, and we'll be heading into uh, what would we hope would have been a home playoff game or maybe a week off this week uh, coming up uh, on the schedule. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit in a moment, but first I want to want to bring up a new feature we're going to have on 6.30 Chet Mornings with Chelsea and Shea, which begins on Friday. Uh, it's called Football Fridays. It's going to be every Friday morning at 7.35, and you're going to be the guest, and uh, we're going to open things up for the fans. Uh, to get to know you a little bit and for you to get to know them a little bit and uh, they're going to get a chance to ask you uh, anything they want and, and I understand you're ready to answer any question fans want to talk to you anything fans want to talk to you about that's right I'm looking forward to it as you said to uh, kind of endear myself to the community take questions that may be a bit off the cuff happy to answer any of those and as you touched on you can submit your questions online at 630ched.com or type in your question on the Instagram story prompts each week at 6.30, Chad, and at EE football team. So looking forward to it. Yeah, it, it should be fun. Uh, looking forward to it as well. That's every Friday morning at uh, 7.35 here on 6.30, Chad Mornings with uh, Chelsea and Shay. Now, uh, I'm going to get a couple questions in uh, now before we start doing this with the fans on Friday night. Uh, a couple of questions. I guess the biggest stories around your football team and around the Canadian Football League right now, of course, first and foremost, is uh, what's next? Of course, we know 2020 has been canceled. Where are we at, and, and what have you been told by the league about plans for 2021? I know, obviously, things are still in the works, and there's still lots to be decided yet, but, but what can you tell us about what lies ahead for the Canadian Football League in the next few months? Well, I was on the phone with Commissioner Ambrosi today talking about just that very thing, and certainly I'm not the only one he's speaking to and with, but I'm sure myself and all my counterparts, as well as those above me and our lead governors and all those across the league as well are having the same conversations. And it's just around what you said. How do we make sure that we put a nice product on the field next year? How do we make sure we, we play next year uh, with the onset of the rapid testing, which began in Calgary today? We're interested to see how that plays and if it works and what that may do in terms of reductions and just restoring consumer confidence around whether or not we can play and have fans in 2021 and make sure that fans feel comfortable coming back to the stadium. The thing I keep hearing, and you mentioned it there, the, the commitment is to do whatever you can to get back on the field next year, correct? I know there's still obviously so much that has to be worked out yet, but the commitment is there from everybody. Yeah, it is. We uh, are working on modeling as a league right now. Um, here locally, we've modeled every possible scenario you can for the entirety of 2021. And certainly the only thing that looks positive is if we can have fans in the stands. And clearly, as everyone knows, we're a gate-driven league. And without anyone in the stands, it makes it extremely difficult to play. And we're working hard to reduce our expenses and try and keep some semblance of our revenues so that, again, we can push forward into 2021. I know the CFL is, is doing some things to keep fans engaged and active uh you know they've they've got some stuff planned for great cup week which is which is pretty cool isn't it it is and um it's certainly uh the cfl is, is clearly a national institution the great cup very much the same and certainly disappointing that we can't have one on november 22nd this year and more disappointed that we can't be a part of it in terms of on the field but i like what they're doing around great cup unite uh, we hope to be a part of that in some way shape or form as we continue to build toward that 2021 season and trying to get back as everybody is morally to some sense of normalcy 
Yeah, normal would be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, you can get more information on uh, Grey Cup Unite if you head to the uh, uh, the CFL website and, and check out all the things they have planned. It looks like it's going to be uh, as, as cool a week as we can get, considering all the circumstances around the team. All right, uh, to the biggest topic around your football club uh, right now, Chris, and, and that, of course, is the name change. The commitment has been made by the team to change the name. Where are you at in that process right now? Well, we have been talking about it and planning about six to eight weeks internally for that and in the position of uh, handing it off to our agency, or I should say using the agency as a supplement to what we decide. And we're in the process of developing our fan engagement plan, what that's going to look like, how that's going to look to make sure we take the proper feedback from all involved. And then beyond that, I have a call on Wednesday to go over uh, the key stakeholder process, the focus groups that we hope to be a uh, a part of what we're doing and just the overall process in general, uh, looking for something uh, in early spring next year in terms of a name, uh, a new logo, et cetera. But right now it's all about making sure we engage those that engage us. And that's really all of our key stakeholders, starting with the, the mass of fans we have. So early spring is the date we'll, uh, we'll wait for. Uh, this is more than just picking a name, though, right? I, I, you know, when you think about it, uh, the work that has to be put into this to, 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 to find the name, to do the work, to make the changes, it must be just a, a massive undertaking. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm hurting, yes. It, uh, it certainly is a massive undertaking, and when you get into it, you understand really the depths of everything that you must go through to do it. Certainly you have one shot to get it right, and uh, we intend to do that. And then beyond that, it's uh, just a major turnover in merchandise and all the signings throughout the stadium, the signings throughout the city, the signings in our own offices. So, uh, yeah, it is, a, it is a massive undertaking, to put it mildly. All right, so we'll have to stay patient until uh, the early spring. Uh, Chris, uh, thanks for your time tonight. I appreciate it and look forward to hearing from you again on Friday morning on 630 Chad Mornings. Thanks, Morley. Great stuff. That is uh, Chris Presson, the uh, president and CEO of the Double E Football Club. Uh, the new contest uh, will go, not contest, new feature will go on uh, Friday morning, 7.35, Football Fridays. You can ask Chris anything about the uh, his past, uh, the uh, the football club, and, and what's going on. I'm sure a lot of talk will come up about the name as well during that stretch. We look forward to that uh, 7.35 on Friday mornings. Well, it is... Uh, the double e coaches show you can't have a coach show without a coach we'll talk to a coach when we come back as we will be joined by eskimos defense Coord coordinator noel thorpe when we return on 6 30 chet 7 46 on 6 30 chet monday night football tonight the new york giants lead the new england patriots 14 6 at the half bit of a surprise there the giants one and six the patriot uh sorry the uh, not the New England Patriots, <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm getting my Tom Brady's mixed up. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, are 5-2, and two, been playing very well, but they trail the New York Giants tonight 14-6 at the half of Monday Night Football. Scott Milanovic not with us tonight on the Coach's Show. He's uh, gone to, his, as he told us earlier, gone to Pennsylvania to spend some time with family, do a little bit of hunting. He'll be back in a couple of weeks' time, but we do have a coach tonight, and we have defensive coordinator Noel Thorpe joining us on the program. Hey, Noel, how you doing? Hey, Marley. Good. Thank you for having me on. Uh, great. Great to have you. Thanks very much for doing it. Appreciate it. Uh, uh, as we do so often when we talk to people during uh, what's going on in the world right now, uh, where have you been and, and how have you been over the last eight months? We've been good. We've been good. Obviously a little different, um, something we're not used to. Um, a lot more time at home with the family. And, again, that's something during a football season that, you, that you're not accustomed to. So it's something that we've taken advantage of. Um, still try to 
be as normal as we possibly can, uh, simulate uh, a football-type season, but um, we're doing okay. I know you've obviously talked to Scott uh, a lot, and, and I was talking to him late last week when I taped an interview we ran earlier tonight about it, and, and he's gone to, to see his family, and he's gone on a bit of a hunting trip, something he doesn't get to do uh, ever during the football season. It's kind of nice. I guess you, you don't want this to happen, but I guess you got to find the bright spots in it and get that extra family time and get to do those things you don't normally get to do at this time, whether it be trick-or-treating, whether it be spending time with uh, more time with family or going hunting, whatever the case may be. you got to take advantage of it. There's no question. Yeah, you've got an opportunity like this. It doesn't come around, and hopefully it doesn't come around again. But, um, that, you know, we spend so much time away from home, you know, as coaches at the office, uh, on the road. Um, and there are some things that, that we sacrifice as, as families, that our families sacrifice for us. This gives us an opportunity to do some of the things that we possibly have missed out on. You know, uh, this is the first summer in quite some time that I've been able to be with my family. Um, we do have bye weeks during the CFL schedule, but it's not the same. And uh, then obviously starting back into uh, what's uh, a, new, a new school year in September um, has now led to us, you know, helping whether it's uh, helping around the house here or helping the kids with homework or helping them get to, to school and those things so yes you definitely got to take advantage of those those opportunities when they come yeah for sure sure do all right uh you're a coach and as a coach you watch a lot of film a lot of video uh let me ask you this how much more video have you watched this year than you would have normally watched during the season well it's it's, it's different because it's not uh it's not current video um so we're kind of taking a deep dive, uh, watching film of obviously 2019. But um, uh, personally, I've gone back to 2013, probably watched um, every game and every series and every down um, that uh, at least I've coached since then. So, you know, that's that's quite a bit of film. You like to go back. And again, um, you know, see as coaches, we like to reinvent ourselves at times and, and, and watch and see what other teams are doing, what other coaches are doing other staffs are doing schematically so um a lot of research a lot of development and uh that's that's really where we've been at i've always been fascinated with the use of video and how much players and coaches watch it what's what do you watch for you're sitting down you're watching the game first off you're not watching what we normally watch on tv right you're watching coaches cuts and and, and it's from different angles and everything what what's the main thing you watch for and and do you spend more time watching offenses or do you spend more time watching defenses well right now it's it's, uh, it's offenses um but there's no question we're going to look at other defenses and how they're going to attack offenses and see what's working for certain teams and if it's things that we like and things we feel like we can implement and it's something that's, that fits well we're gonna we're gonna take a look at that but um you know it's multifaceted when you watch film because obviously you know in a football game it all starts up front with the offensive line and protection um the guy that got the ball in his hand every time is a quarterback so there's a lot of things that go into analyzing that um analyzing protections as i said with in part and parcel with the, the running back and what they're doing there, how offenses are trying to attack you. Um, when you look at different field zones, uh, they're coming out where their teams are coming out, what they like to do. Um, and then red zone and red zone production and what they like in the red zone. So um, it's not only just about scheme. It's about what we want to look at personnel wise, um, how they're using personnel and then how they use that personnel and that scheme in different parts of the field. We also want to look at situational football. You know, there's a lot of different things, how, how teams like to open a game, um, how they like to finish a half, 
how they like to start the second half and obviously the, the most important the last three minutes there. So um, these are all things we take a look at. Now, every coach in the league is doing this this year. They're, they're studying more film. They're doing exactly what, what you and the rest of the E staff are doing. What kind of impact do you think that's going to have when we do start to play again in 2021? Well, I think you might see some new things. The interesting part is is that sometimes you can overthink some things. You know, you, you take a look and you scheme up something and you like it one week and then you take a look maybe the next. You got you got a lot of time to think um, and then you throw it out and then you bring it back in again. I think there'll be, I think when you look at it and you look at the game right now and, and how it's changed, but um, I think you'll, 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 you'll see Probably, and again, it comes down to with what training camp looks like and how much time we've got to prepare and uh, an execution level. You know, you can go on the board and scheme up as much as you want, but it comes back down to how much time our, our players have to prepare and practice. So I think maybe in this offseason also, we looked at how we can speed up the learning curve and um, get our players ready in a shorter period of time. We're talking with Noel Thorpe, the uh, E defensive coordinator. It's the uh, E Coaches Show with Scott Milanovic, who's got a couple of weeks off. We'll hear from Scott again uh, uh, two weeks from now. Next week, we'll have uh, GM Brock Sunderland, quarterback Trevor Harris will be on the program, but we're with Noel Thorpe tonight. Noel, how much coaching have you done this year? Obviously not on the field, but what's the contact been like between you and your players, and what kind of things do you do with them? Well, the contact with our players has been reserved for uh, we, we, we can't coach these guys up. So that's that that's something we can't do. So players are on their own to, to watch film uh, and do those sorts of things. Um, there is no from a coaching standpoint. We, we haven't coached them up in that way. They are uh, they're eager to learn. But that's something that we've had to press the pause button on. Our coaching has, has been with the coaching staff, you know, um, again, terminology, getting on the same page there, how we're going to teach certain things, how we're going to look at certain weeks and how we're going to teach in a short week, in a long week of preparation, and, um, and different things of that nature. A lot of times they, they, don't, uh, they say that you don't realize how much you love something until you get it taken away from you. Have you kind of felt that this year? Absolutely, you know, and again, I think we all, this is, this is, this is our, our livelihood, this is what we do, and, and, and this is really, um, you know, the game of football is something we love, and um, so obviously when that's taken away from you, um, you've got this opportunity, well, you've got a void, um, and it comes down to really, you know, we can still scheme up the X's and O's, and we can watch the film, but I think the thing that we're missing the most is the locker room, uh, the relationships, the little things that when you talk about coaching guys up, whether you have them in the office and you're looking certain things on film um, and, and you're building relationships and connections with players, um, those are the things you you really miss. And, um, and you miss game day. I mean, let's be honest. The game, I mean, the, the game day experience um, and the fans and the interactions there, um, you, you know, those, those things you, you can't you can't duplicate. Yeah, game day is what we're all in it for, right? No matter what role you have on game day, you're in it for game day. Uh, you do so much work to prepare for game day, uh, and uh, we all miss that for sure this year. Uh, 
got any plans for for the rest of what whatever this break is going to be? Uh, I, I know Scott said earlier tonight that you guys are going to have some big meetings uh, coming up in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, I guess it's just stay in contact and stay motivated, right? It is. There's there's a few things. You know, one of the things we tried to do is really simulate a season with our with our breakdowns, um, and 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 try and keep some normalcy there. So, as you look, we're we're jumping in the playoffs now. So we'll we'll dive into what we uh, have termed already a first round bye into the uh, into the playoffs. So you know, we'll look at a few teams and try and prepare that way um, if we can. From a, from a personal note, that um, I'm actually going to we're going to be moving the family out permanently to Edmonton, so we're excited about that. So that's something that uh, within the next three weeks we'll get the opportunity to come out. Um, you know, we love the city of Edmonton, and uh, we've 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 lived in St. Albert in the past, and we're going to continue to do so. And I'm looking forward to the opportunity of getting in the office as as, as much as we can, and um, and so I'm just looking to land my feet back back in Commonwealth Stadium. All right, uh, it sounds great, and uh, I'll look forward to seeing you when you get here. Uh, Noel, thanks for this. Appreciate your time tonight. Uh, have yourself a great week. Okay, thanks, Mark. That is uh, Noel Thorpe, uh, the uh, defensive coordinator of the Double E. And that's the show for this week, brought to you by Jiffy Lube. But uh, next week on the Double E, Coach's Show with Scott Milanovich. No Scott, we will have GM Brock Sunderland and quarterback Trevor Harris. That's one week from tonight here on 630 Chid. My name is Morley Scott. I'll see you tomorrow morning on 630 Chid Mornings with Chelsea and Shea. Good night, everybody.